disclaimer, we're going to go a touch over 6 o'clock today here in the fast lane because there's great insight to share with you right now. Not ours, but we'll give our votes of confidence for the Liberty-Oregon game after our chat with John Manson from a seaofred.com who is already in Arizona getting set to cover the Liberty Flames Oregon Ducks Fiesta Bowl matchup. I'll be joining him there hopefully tomorrow around this time, hopefully earlier than this time. Well, what are we at? Yeah, hopefully around this time. My plane's supposed to land uh, tomorrow around 345 uh, with my wife in tow. She'll get to enjoy some of the festivities while I'm covering the football game and events. So that's what's on tap for us because you really care about that. You do care about the game, though, and that's why we have John with us now. John, a pleasure to speak with you. Hopefully you and your family are enjoying everything that Arizona has to offer. What has the vibe been like around the Liberty Flames and around the event so far? Well, Ed, thanks, uh, first of all, as always, for having me on. And and make sure when you get into town, you hit me up. We'll uh, meet up and have some drinks or whatnot. But, yeah, um, you know, it's fun. I mean, you know, I'm outside right now. It's 75 degrees and uh, I've never been to Arizona before, so it's uh, it's different than uh, than Virginia. There's uh, not much green around. It's it's a lot of brown as we're in the desert and uh, the Red Rock Mountains. But but it's it, it's it's beautiful and it's different. And uh, you know the vibes the vibes are good. I um, went over to uh, State Farm Stadium in Glendale uh, this afternoon and and got a tour of that. And um, <clears throat> you know that that's where the the game will be, obviously on New Year's Day and. And also they had some media availability for the, the team this morning uh, for the defensive uh, staff and, and defensive co- uh, players uh, for Liberty uh, earlier this morning. So, uh, you know, starting to ease on into the, the weekend, and, and uh, I'm sure a lot more Liberty fans and Oregon fans as well will uh, be making the trek this way as well. I, I know of several coming in today and, and into tomorrow. So I uh, haven't seen any Oregon uh, people yet, have seen – a few Liberty fans here and there, so, uh, but I, I'm sure it's going to be, um, you know, a lot, a lot of red and blue, a lot of uh, orange and or uh, what is it, green and yellow, I guess, for the uh, the Ducks. Uh, I guess it'll be a lot of them coming in here over the next uh, 24, 48 hours. It'll be a collage of colors at the uh, stadium on Monday when the game takes place, John. Um, the Flames they had travel logistics on Wednesday getting into Arizona. Do you get the sense at all that that's had any impact on their practice and preparation? Yeah, I mean, it was something, you know, they were supposed to leave out of Lynchburg around 2 p.m. Eastern time and land uh, in uh, Phoenix area around, uh, I think it was 4 or 5 p.m. Mountain time. And and obviously there was weather uh, the other day there in in Virginia and in Lynchburg area, a lot of fog. So the plane had to get rerouted out of Richmond and didn't get get off the ground until I think it was after 8 p.m. And and obviously put them, you know, 11 or so p.m. in uh, in Arizona, touching down. So it was a late night, but you know, it's one of those things. That, you know, with with a bold week, bold trip. You know, teams go out so early. You know, they they've got four, five, six days to adjust, recuperate, recover from that travel. Uh, it's not like they're, you know, typical travel where you where you play the next day within 24 hours of you making the trip or anything like that. So so I don't think that'll have any bearing on the game um you know they might have been a little little tired yesterday and, and maybe some uh today but i think as they uh you know get into the weekend and, and begin to lock into the game more and the game plan you know that that travel uh hiccup that they had a little bit will uh, be furthest thing from their memory john manson jc manson the twitter handle and a sea of red.com or just a sea of red on twitter 
to keep up with all of his work as John is with us once again here in the fast lane. John, um, the preparations for this game itself, uh, you've heard obviously Jamie Chadwell speak and plenty of players have as well. Is there tension right now amongst the challenge that you're playing a team that's as big, strong, fast, and athletic as Oregon? Or are they as loose as they seem to come across, the Liberty Flames, that is, to, to us when we heard them speak over the last couple of days? Yeah, I mean, I think they are loose. I mean, and I don't understand why they wouldn't be. I mean, uh, there's there's nothing to, to lose for the Flames in this game. I mean, 17-point underdogs, and, and if you uh, read social media or message boards, uh, many would probably have the line a lot higher than that. So uh, nobody's expecting them to, to win this game, much less even uh, compete in it probably. So um, I think they're loose. And, and you know, they've they played with pressure or should have played with pressure the last – you know, month or so of the season, trying to uh, close out a perfect season and a, a Conference USA championship, but it didn't seem like that pressure got to them. I mean, you look at some of the scores they had, you know, the last month of, of the year, and uh, it didn't seem that that pressure phased them. Maybe it phased them more in, in October or so. It seemed like they kind of pushed through that wall after some of those, you know, close wins over the likes of, you know, Sam Houston, Middle Tennessee, uh, and, and then when they got through that Western Kentucky uh, barrier, I think that was the one that kind of, you know, took a lot of that pressure off them, and now they're just playing. And have been playing. I expect them to play that way again on on Monday. is is free and loose, and uh, you know, with no pressure. And and I, I think Oregon probably in the same boat. You know, um, you know, that could change depending on how the game goes. I mean, if if the game's a close game into the fourth quarter, then the pressure would go all over to the uh, Pac-12 runner-ups. That is one of the angles to this matchup. How confident are you the Liberty Flames can get this to the point where it's not just a competitive game, but it is a close game in the late second half, and all of a sudden that tension meter starts to increase on the duck sideline? Yeah, well, the key comes down to, to a couple things. I think uh, number one, and most importantly, you say this in every game, but I think it's more important uh, for Liberty in a game like this. Is you know, I'm not saying that they have to play a perfect game, but they need to play a clean game and close to perfect. They need to uh, win the turnover battle. I mean, you're not going to say that they can't have a turnover, maybe, but but if they do, they they need to get a couple from from the Ducks, and and uh, that also goes into to penalties. You know, you can't have you know these these uh, penalties that are backbreakers and, and kill drives or extend drives for Oregon. You know, when you're able to make a stop on defense, you need to get them off the field and not have a penalty be something that shoots yourself in the foot. Or same thing on the offensive side of the ball as well, too. So that, and then the, the second thing that I think is a, a big key and. And something we'll be watching early on in the game is, you know, what does this Liberty ground game look like against a, a Pac-12, you know, top 25 or 40 so type defense? You know, that's something that Liberty hasn't faced all year, and uh, you know, obviously have a lot of gaudy numbers on the offensive side of the ball, including the number one rushing offense. So, can Quentin Cooley, can Caden Salter, and those other running backs, can the offensive line? get some push up front. And if they're able to do that and the team's able to move the ball on the ground, and I think that's what Coach Chavel wants to do is, is slow the game down, keep Bo Nix on the sideline, keep the ball out of his hands, keep that Liberty defense on the sideline, and, uh, you know, make it fewer possessions. And if they can do that and, and also, you know, play a clean game, win the turnover battle, I think it's it's something that, that it should that should play in Liberty's favor and it should be a, a close game going into the uh, – you know, winning moments of the game on uh, Monday afternoon. We'll flip it around with John Manson from acfred.com here in the fast lane on W226 BG Timberlake, WVGM AM Lynchburg, WMNA Gretna Danville Southside, and the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app. 
What's the biggest concern for the Liberty Flames about this matchup? Yeah, I mean, you, you could probably pick a few things. Um, but I think, number one, it's got to be that, that defense going up against that Oregon offense. I mean, Oregon's average over 40 points a game. Uh, obviously, Bo Nix was a Heisman Trophy uh, finalist and, and I think finished third place in that. So, uh, you know, and Liberty's defense ha- hasn't been the, the strongest for the team, you know, all season. They had, you know, moments where they, uh, you know, kind of fell asleep, if you will, and, and didn't look so well. And, and so, you know, can this Liberty defense get stops? I mean, is, is Oregon going to be able to march up and down the field at will and score points at will? Because, you know, Liberty definitely does not want to get in the shootout with them, um, you know. Uh, so so that, that's, that's the biggest concern is can they slow down uh, the, the Oregon team? Oregon's going to score points. You know, they, they may score 40-plus points, but, you know, can you get stops? Can you get turnovers, something that defense has done all season? And uh, if they're able to, again, that will play into – uh, what I was talking about, about it being a close game into the fourth quarter. If, if they're not, then uh, this one will probably be, uh, you know, in, in Oregon's uh, favor for, for most of the afternoon. John, how much do you trust Jamie Chabal to be able to scheme up a Liberty offense to not only move the ball and score, but also do what has been the forte of Liberty at times, which is when it feels like things may be getting out of control and it could easily feel that way given how talented Oregon is and maybe you just want to go with this mindset anyway – the ability to scheme up the offense to not just move the ball, but to control the flow of the game. Yeah, I mean, that's something they've been able to do all season. That's something that, you know, Coach Chadwell's been able to do his entire career pretty much. Uh, coach, it means offensive mind and, uh, you know, that offense that's based out of triple option principles. But, but this Liberty offense is so much more dynamic than that. I mean, obviously, it, it all starts and ends with uh, Caden Salter, his dual threat ability. You know, he's as we all know, rushed for over a thousand yards on a year and, and thrown for twenty seven hundred and fifty yards and so he, he can do it both, you know, with the arm and on the ground. And uh, you know, I certainly expect Coach Tawa to to have good schemes, have good game plan, but uh the, the players have to go out and execute, right? And and uh, it's not like you're you're going out there against, you know, your conference USA competition. You're going up against, you know, teams that you know, players a team with players that have a lot of guys that'll be playing on Sundays here in the next couple of years and and uh you know you got you got to execute you got to you know connect on the pass on third and seven to, to move the chains and keep the defense off the field keep Oregon uh their offense off the field and uh it's not something that's going to be easy but but I do have trust and confidence in this Liberty offense to to move the ball to be able to score some points they've been able to do it all year uh if you even go back to last year again new coaching staff a lot of different faces but uh, Liberty was able to score on, on those teams that they played last year as well. You know, you, you're talking about your Arkansas, your BYU, your Wake Forest of the world, and you know, that was a Wake Forest team that was, you know, top 25 most of the year. Uh, so, so they, they've proven they can, do, they've done it, and they could do it in the past. And they've proven they uh, could do it this year. So, uh, I, I believe they'll be able to do it. Uh, just a matter of how consistently will they be able to do it on Monday against Oregon. John Manson, a CFRed.com with us here in the fast lane. John, because if it's on social media, it has to be the uh, complete voice of everybody's opinion. But I have seen this, and I can understand the sentiment of how important this game is for Liberty. Um, it, what's more important, and we'll wrap it up with this one, is it how Liberty performs in this game or the fact that they've made it here, they've shattered another glass ceiling, and they've set themselves up to be a team that could be contendered contended as a college football playoff bid contender in future years yeah i mean i think it's it's some of both i mean it's obviously it's huge just to be here right you know the, no matter what happens monday 
you know, you can't take away a 13 and 0 season. You can't take away a Conference USA championship. You can't take away all the the accolades, the top 25 rankings, and and uh, the individual accolades that the team has gotten, the national attention. Can't take that away. You know, money can't buy. As people will say, you know, money can't buy the attention and, and notoriety Liberty's already received from this, and what they'll continue to see to receive over the next few days. So, uh, you know, I think it's like I said, I think it's a little bit of both. You know, but it is also key that they, you know, don't lay a goose egg, right? They need they need to, you know, come out here and at least be competitive. Obviously, a win is, is you know, could, something that could be monumental for the program from just a national respect level and. And, uh, you know, people being able to, to respect them and national brand recognition as well. Um, but, but even if, if you don't win, if you're competitive throughout the game, then I think it'll do the same thing for, for your respect as you move forward. Because, I mean, you know, is a one to play in the, in the CFP, you know, when it expands to 12 teams. And uh, they would have been in this year if, if it was a 12 team playoff. And Coach Chadwell said that's always been his goal. You know, since he he was hired here a year ago at Liberty to to guide him into the CFP. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. But um, a lot for Liberty to play for on Monday. There is. And we will be there with you. Good Lord willing, we'll be there with you, John. Thank you for your time today in the fast lane. Much appreciated. And look forward to seeing you and the gang down in Arizona in the next 24-ish hours. Sounds so good, Ed. Be safe, man. John Manson with us here in the fast lane. And yes, we will take all the prayers and regards we can. Now, the part that you've no doubt been waiting for, because your wallet depends on this. And if it does, you need a real financial consultant and coach, because it should not depend on this. But our votes of confidence, part two, and the one you probably care the most about. Nothing provides the intended inspiration quite like a vote of confidence. The confidence I think that the team has. You know, winning makes you feel good confident. Now, here's our votes of confidence, inspiring you with the certainty you're seeking. All right, Ty. Liberty and Oregon. First half, nine and a half is the point total. Game, 16 and a half is the point total. The over-under is 68. How does this game unfold? Mm, that's kind of... I will agree with you, but I like I want to like put like a little bit lower just in case on the safe side. But I'll probably go with the sixty over over. So you think there will be points? Does Liberty keep it competitive? I'll say probably the first three drives, maybe because they haven't played like almost like what a month. Correct. So it's probably gonna be a little rusty and everything. But you got to think about Dan Lennon. He uh he was Georgia defensive coordinator, so he knows how to. He's gonna be able to know how to stop the um. A triple option had Liberty been successful on this whole season. So I think, like, given the first three drives, it's going to be a little rusty. Then after that, it's going to be a little turned up and everything. So I- I'm largely with you, which means that if you're down there in Arizona, and we will be, and I-, I believe you can get down on this game down there. Certainly going to check when I get there. You might find an even better number in the early going of the game than 68. I'd still lay it, though, at that. I think there ultimately are points in this game. The biggest challenge I have is not Liberty's ability to scheme up things offensively. It's the ability to slow down Oregon with the Liberty defense, which has been uh, you know, less reliable than the offense. I think Liberty can control the things at certain points, but I also think Oregon can create enough big plays to where even when Liberty's controlling it, the Oregon Ducks are in the lead and they're in control of the game. And so Liberty is just trying to minimize the damage. I think Liberty can get some points and make it look good cosmetically, and I don't think they'll get embarrassed. 
But I do like Oregon in the first half at nine and a half. I like them at the 16 and a half. This is not to say that I think Liberty is going to get absolutely manhandled, but you know, th- this is a different level opponent than anything Liberty has faced. And Liberty can be Oregon can cover the first half nine and a half point total or nine and a half spread. Oregon can cover the 16 and a half game spread and this can go over 68. And here's the other truth. Liberty can also still look respectable in the process. And that's how I ultimately see this game unfolding. Hopefully we're in for a treat. Hopefully you get to enjoy it as well. However you do. Trey and Ty are back with you Tuesday. I am back Wednesday afternoon here in the fast lane. And we'll have plenty of updates. Ty Tracy 90. Fast Lane, Ed Lane, and even Trelaw VT will have some as well on the social media platforms. We will be back next week in the Fast Lane. In the meantime, thank you for hanging out with us, and we'll see what happens over the next handful of days.